Good morning on this March 30th, 2021. It's almost noon time for 11.50 in the morning. For another episode of maybe a good time to listen. This episode is called Half and Half Belongs in Your Coffee. Not in this follow-up crash race. I'll say it again. Half and half belongs in your coffee. Not in this follow-up crash race. Now, this is not about mixed biracial marriages. But it's how some of so-called body of Christ has mixed, you know, saying that they're follow-up Christ. Yet they mingle 50% or more or less with the world. This is definitely the age of compromise. In case no one has ever told us, but just that expression of do everything in moderation is not biblical. It's man-made. Even if you heard it in a church building. Still man made. God is a jealous of God. I know we hate to hear that, but God is a jealous God. This is from Exodus chapter 20, verse 5b, and verse 6, NLT. <clears throat> For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of their parents upon their children. The entire family is affected. Even children in the third and fourth generation of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. Alright? Now before we get upset Let's break that down a little bit. Now, even though he was talking to Israel, it doesn't take away from his character. He's a God who doesn't change. That goes for his love as well as his justice. But the sins visited upon a family speaks of generational curses. You know, up to the third and fourth generation. But once someone accepts Jesus, it's broken. So even the children may not have committed the same sins as the parents, the household will still be affected in one way or the other. The children don't go to hell because their parents sin, but the household will be dysfunctional in a bad way. Now, God is willing and loving to lavish his unfailing love on those who love him and obey his commands. Now, he said to a thousand generations, right, about his unfailing love. So approximately how many years is that? Well, arguably one generation is about 40 years. So through regular multiplication, that's 40,000 years. A long time, isn't it? 
Let's see here. Now, wait a minute. Civilization has arguably been here for over 6,000 years. So that means his unfailing love would still have a long way to go before he stops showing his love toward us. Excuse me. And since we'll never get to 40,000 years of civilization, what does that tell you about his love running out? If we're never gonna get the 40,000 years of civilization, what does that tell you about his love running out? It's not going to. His love is unfailing. Now he put it at a thousand generations that's telling you that I'm never, never gonna stop loving you. My love is immeasurable. If you believe in evolution, they say it's more like 300,000 years that man has been here. Because that would include the era of Homo sapiens, which they say are the closest ones to look like us. Oh boy. The world may have been here a long time, but 6,000 years of civilization is really not a long time. So the world could have been here the millions of years they're talking about. But as far as man goes, we have made it alone. So hopefully, by me saying all that, you can see that God is not going to share you with anyone or anything. And that's not his style. He's not going to share you with anybody. If you say he is, you're his. Well, not if you say he is. <laughs> Once he accepts you, if you're sincere about it. Now, if you're married, here's an example. If you're married, don't you expect your spouse to be faithful 100% of the time? Not 50%. So don't you think that God wants 100%? And not a conclusion drawn by humanity that says, do everything in moderation. See, I believe in making people think hard. I try to use common sense to counterattack the junk that's going around pulling us cultural management. That folks fall just because society says so. Society says, here, drink this, we drink it. Society says, hey, take this, we take it. Society says, hey, do this, then we woke, and we do that. Whatever society says, we do it. Now, whatever you choose to ignore in life, not, not all of us now, mind you. Whatever you choose to ignore in life, you're not going to, to know much about it. Whatever you focus your attention on, you'll no doubt know more about that subject, right? only makes sense. Well, since society has chosen as a whole to focus on solving the problems of the world on her own terms, in their way, without God at the helm, it stands to reason that the world and society will know less about the word of God and therefore feel that they have the answers. Well, how's that working out for you?
and we're into good is it. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5 from the NLT. Said, this is what the Lord says. Cursed are the ones, excuse me, cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn away from the Lord. Proverbs 28 and 26 from the NLT. Those who trust in their own insight are foolish. But anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. Proverbs 18 and 2. The NLT. Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. I like that one. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 2. The NLT. Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Now you can take that verse almost all over the whole Milky Way galaxy. You can speak of that in political terms, racial terms, social terms, media terms, economic terms, etc. Now for too long, <clears throat> excuse me, too long humanity has thought that whatever they think is right and anyone on the other side is wrong. Now here's some hardcore questions that we can all answer yes to. Have politicians lied? Have whites lied? Have blacks lied? Have Hispanics lied? Have Asians lied? Have Native Americans lied? Have Samoans lied? Have Eskimos lied? Have Nazis lied? Have white supremacists lied? Have civil rights activists lied? I think I got a few more. <laughs> so bear with me here. Has the media, the media lied? Via the newspaper, the magazines, the social media, the TV. Has Wall Street lied? Have CEOs of big banks lied? So what am I getting at? Can't you tell? What, who do you trust, America? Even though all those groups have lied in life and will continue to lie, we still put our trust in people. Prisons are full of innocence while the guilty are walking around free. And I'm not just talking about the black ratio. It's a universal thing. Ecclesiastes chapter seven, excuse me, Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse seven in the LT says, I have seen servants riding horseback like princes. Excuse me, I have seen her servants riding horseback like princes and princes walking like servants. Now what Solomon is saying is, when, see back then, when, if you were on a horseback, usually you was a big deal, you was a big shot, and the servants walked behind the horses, probably clean up the poop or whatever, and they were the servants. But Solomon says, 
there's people who on horseback that should actually be walking because they ain't no real prince. And there's people who's pushing the broom, picking up the doodle, as walking as a servant, they should be on the horse. So he says, even back then, it was backwards. So how much so backwards is it now? So the, the people who are important shouldn't be in the position that they're in. And those walking around who are not heard by people should be on the horseback. Now, people may feel that all these proposed stimulus checks and they're supposedly looking out for those crossing the border and supposedly looking out for the gays and the LGBT community and students and immigrants. They may feel all oh, that is great. Now, of course, people applying for a job, let's say, should get it if they're qualified regardless. They should always be treated as people because they are made after God's image and likeness. But where it changes is if their lifestyle clashes with the commandments of God. In those cases, regardless of how it hurts, God's word wins. I'll say that again, because that's where a lot of these people get mixed up, like the gay community or the LGBT community. Well, anybody who doesn't believe in God wants to get get rid of his word, here we go. Now, of course, people applying for a job, let's say, should get it if they're qualified, regardless. If they're gay or whatever. If you're qualified, the job is yours. They should always be treated as people because they are made after God's image and likeness. But where it changes is if their lifestyle clashes with the commandments of God. God's commandments are above whatever goes on in society. In those cases, regardless of how it hurts, God's word wins. I know of somebody, I won't give their name, that was in a homosexual relationship and they were convicted by God because they already said they were saved. And God convicted them, but no, you can't stay in a lifestyle. So it's not that God loves them any less. It's just that his commandments override how you feel. God's word is always gonna win. See, some people may feel great now and their physical life may even prosper until they die. But oh boy, what's next? And what if you're still alive when all this, so when I'm talking like especially to students now, what if you're still alive when all this so-called free stuff has to be paid for? See, we're in a place in society with the spiritual and the political, racial, social, and even the weather have to meet each other and be dealt with. When most folks talk politics, that's where they stop. And all it does is leave them with more conspiracy theories, opinions, and more warped ideas than before. 
Hmm. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Have you ever heard of that expression? All this free stuff comes with a price. Now, when some people are willing to talk about racial issues, it's usually filled with pent-up anger, conspiracy theories, and warped history on both sides. And don't forget hatred. When people talk about social issues, it usually runs into race issues. And if there's some sort of rally or something, those present at the rally are in it at the time, you know, rah, rah, rah. But later they disappear back into their neighborhoods. Now, as far as the weather goes, we're approaching April and May, which are high in tornadoes. Also, a few days ago, I found out that a very old Aramaic version of the Bible states that winters will get colder and more harsher. Yep. We're going to get colder and more harsher. So while folks are concerned about global warming, prophecies are telling us not so fast on saying goodbye to winter. Does anyone remember last month in February where there was record cold and record snow in Texas and parts of the Midwest? We can never say goodbye to winter as a whole. And that was even stated way back in Genesis chapter 8 verse 22 from the NLT. This was after the flood. God told Noah, as long as the earth remains, there will be planting, planting, and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. I'll say it again. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Now, even in your own lifetime, has it changed? No. They may not happen when you think they're gonna happen, but they all still happen. The more things happen in the world, the more I see personally that the Bible is right. Things become more and more clearer despite all the different centuries and centuries of American history, black history, Chinese history, Middle Eastern history, and any other kind of history, the conclusion you can't deny is that since it's history, I have to include, well, look, I wasn't there, and neither was anyone else who's living now. So whatever history I believe, I'm taking it by faith. So once again, humanity, with your trust. Excuse me. It's in humanity. The cycle doesn't end, does it? Man, how you slice it as old people keep trusting each other. They keep looking for some people to believe in. Did not just read that curse is the person who was a, who uh puts that trust in mere humans? Oh well.
That includes men and women. Now, if you say that your trust is in God, good. That's what we hope it's in. But I'm talking as a whole, not to God-fearing folks. Again, with the weather, we're not saying that every storm is from God. No, nature is nature. But strange weather patterns will be in these last days. So even if we feel as all nature, the storms will be worse and they're going to break records. So look at it that way. Now here's 2 Peter chapter 3 verses 9 to 14 in the NLT. The Lord isn't really being slow concerning his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very elements themselves will disappear in the fire, and the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Yep. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live, looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. On that day, he will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in the flames. But we are looking forward to the new heavens and new earth he promised. A world filled with God's righteousness. And so, dear friends, while you are waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in His sight. Oof. Yes, sir. So, you want to hurry the day along, Lord, I'm along, because you want Him to come back if you're saved. Now, I gotta say this. This this primarily is after the tribulation when the earth is gonna be destroyed by fire. He's gonna purify the earth. The planet is not gonna blow up. But whatever the honor, he said the elements are gonna melt in the flames. At that time, nobody on earth were in front of God getting judged. So while he's cleaning and purifying the earth, making the new earth, people are in heaven getting judged. Those who are not in the line for the life are at the great white throne judgment, and those who are saved are at the bema. All this going on while God purifying the earth. Now, we want God to do what he's gonna do. And he said, well, since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live looking forward to the day of God after tribulation, when he, you know, after tribulation, when he sets up his thousand years of reign. So you should be looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along because we know we want to get out of here.
See, on that day, he's going to set the heavens on fire, and the elements will melt away in the flames. But we are looking forward to the new heaven and the new earth he promised. A world felt filled with God's righteousness. And so, dear friends, while you're waiting for these things to happen, in other words, meantime, now, while you're living, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in His sight. What do you mean, blameless? People can say negative things about you, just don't let them be true. Because since God has justified us, it doesn't matter what people say about us. If we're justified and born to Him, we're justified and born to Him. Can nobody change that? Not the devil, not man, nobody. And you won't want to change it. Because you get days of God, he puts something in you that makes you keep running for him. So through all that's been said, half and half belongs in your coffee. Not in this follow-up crash rates. Now am I trying to convert you to a certain religion? No. This is not a religion. It's a relationship. And what makes it easier to believe in Jesus all his prophecies that are constantly unfolding in front of our eyes. Hmm. Now, please listen to this, it's important. Now, it's a shame that many blacks and Jews hate each other when they have a, a very parallel past. I'm talking about Israelites from the Middle East. Not the one from Crown Heights, Brooklyn, or East Flatbush. Their past has more in common than they think. But in these last days, anti-Semitism will increase regardless. Now why have these tests of people, Boston Jews, why have they survived all these centuries? Maybe it's because God wasn't in the mix. Hmm. I want you to consider that. Any heat can only be stopped by a change of heart. Now legislation. When are we gonna learn? If ever. You can write all the things on the books that you want, pass legislation for this, Say this is against the law, but I'm telling you right now, if man's heart is not changed, it doesn't matter what you have on paper. It's not gonna matter. You may stop somebody for a little while and may say, oh, that's time that's a law, I can't do that. Okay, but if I still hate you, that's what we gotta get rid of. Because sooner or later that hate is gonna show. So even if I don't do something today, I may do something tomorrow. But a person has full of hate. So stuff on paper means nothing. It's only temporary. You gotta get rid of hate. Didn't I ask? Let me, let me do that big list again. I was asking about who lies and who doesn't. Let me see. Give me a second here. Boy, we're back here. 
Yeah, there we go. All right. Have politicians lied? Have whites lied? Have blacks lied? Have Hispanics lied? Have Asians lied? Have Native Americans lied? Have Samoans lied? Have Eskimos lied? Have Nazis lied? Have white supremacists lied? Has civil rights activists lied? Has the media lied? By way of newspaper, magazines, social media, and TV? Has Wall Street lied? Have CEOs of big banks lied? So who do you trust, America? Now, even though all those groups have lied in their life and will continue to lie, we still put our trust in people. And that's a royal shame. So when will we learn, if ever? No matter how bad things get, and people say, oh, I believe in God. He's the only answer. But we keep kicking against him, so... We say we don't want him, we keep saying, we'll fix it ourselves. We've done a real bang-up job, haven't we? We've really knocked that apart. Got the country in the world right where it should be. Right? Yeah, right. So God bless you, have a smile upon you. Remember, half and half bones in your coffee. You can't be half and half in this race. You gotta give the world up and throw that garbage, I mean, that garbage in the garbage. Do all things in moderation, throw that in the garbage. That's nonsense. Then I just read from Second Peter that you have to be uh, godly in everything you do, that you be found living peaceful, godly lives that are pure and blameless. Well, there's no room for 50-50 right there. All right, I can go on forever. Take care of yourself. Or rather let God take care of you. And uh, stay encouraged in the Lord. Because he's coming back soon. And stay prayerful in Jesus' name. Amen.